The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And a happy Cyber Monday to you all. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. That's Raj Geary. That's Matt Morgan. And no, my first name ain't baby. It's Glenn. And welcome to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Monday Night Raw tonight. Interesting night. Eventful night. Uneventful night. Matt, what'd you think of the show? <laughs> well, which is it? You said eventful, uneventful? Google both. Um, I'm yet to see a Raw that's been eventful. Sorry. Well, I'm sticking in this, sticking to my story on that. Yeah, outside of AJ getting the title shot, which I think is a great that's idea. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. AJ versus Drew is going to be awesome. Um, and, and apparently they're going to be saving Braun versus Drew for the Royal Rumble. Braun apparently has some sort of knee injury, so that's why he, they've written yeah. him out. Uh, he was supposed to face Drew um, at TLC originally, according to, to Dave Meltzer. But, Does anybody, um, would anybody care if it was Braun versus him? Like, can you believe they did this to him? Like, I was so excited to watch him and watch him become champion, you know? Yeah. No, it, uh, it, it sucks what they did with Braun. But, yep. yeah, Drew versus AJ. And AJ is one of the best things on the show. Always. He is, but okay. So double, uh, double like uh, downgrades tonight, though, because one AJ makes Drew in my mind look like a lesser because AJ is on a whole other level. His charisma is polished. We've seen what he's done. Drew's still establishing and finding himself. Uh, so one, I think AJ makes Drew look like a little bit less. But then two, AJ's bodyguard when he picked him up at the end made AJ look like Gary Coleman being yep. dragged away trying to pick a fight with the Gooch. Um, it was Ah. so emasculating. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I don't know. I I think it shows how big the guy is, right? If AJ looks even tinier, then then all the better. That's what I thought. I thought it just made, I just thought it made the guy look bigger. Yeah. Yeah, it makes the guy look bigger, but the guy's not the guy for the title. The guy's not. Yeah, but, but because AJ has this guy, could that be a difference maker? And plus he made Drew look small too. Yeah, he's, also not he's good. freakishly big. He's yeah. humongous. I don't know. I think that's great. If you want a giant, you want them to be a, a giant. A giant, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And make everybody. I mean, that was, you know, when they'd have Andre stand on shoeboxes and stuff for promos smart. back in the day. Yeah, it was very smart. And it made. And they'd have uh, Kevin Kelly once told me in promo class that they would also split leg. They'd have the announcer split leg, like 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 spread their legs out to be a little bit shorter. With the microphone in hand, we're trying to make the wrestlers look taller. Mm. Um, good trick, um, but uh, uh, perception is reality. I think when you have a giant, you got to make them look like a freaking giant at all costs. And uh, Drew McIntyre, six foot six, every bit of it. And uh, that this guy now is going to be a threat on the outside. This title's in jeopardy. If AJ Styles wasn't good enough to beat him, which I do think he was and is, then there's legit jeopardy on this title. With the big man on the outside. Yeah. We'll see. I was watching <laughs> Cobra the other night. And Stallone's in all these scenes with Brigitte Nielsen. 
And they must have had him standing like on an apple box or something. Because we know Bernie Nielsen's like 6'3". Yeah. Stallone's like 5'10". And he's sitting yeah. there eye to eye with her. I'm just saying, with AJ, like, put him on an apple crate. Do something to make no, him look a little no, more you, you, you don't want you don't want AJ to look close to this guy's height. You want this guy to look huge. And plus with AJ, if JJ was debuting, I would say yes. Sure. But, but we know how tall AJ is. He's 5'11", 5'10". Like, like, we know this. It's mm-hmm. not it's not something you can put back in the genie bottle, right? It's already out. And it helps the giant. Yeah. I think I think it, it hurts him more when uh, Matt Riddle is calling him furry and cute and the the giant doesn't smash him right now. Oh, yes. Yeah. This Riddle stuff we'll get to it, but good god. Now um, now uh, you saying the genie bottle, my like, god forbid Vince McMahon sees Kazam. Because that's what AJ's bodyguard, that'll be his gimmick. Oh, no, don't say that out loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's not put that up. Please don't wish that out. Uh, good friend Johnny Heck saying, hey, I hope you're doing well. And I finally got a soundbar for my TV, nice. which I needed. And I love the China documentary you think you guys did. Thank you. Yeah, guys. Pump, Thank you. pump that up a bit, Raj. I've been seeing uh, that mentioned on the interwebs. Yeah, we uh, we did a bunch of exclusive interviews with people close to China. Her, uh, her mother, uh, her former manager, Dr. Drew, who she was close with. and and uh, Why wouldn't you have me on? I helped her get sober. Now you tell me. <laughs> hey, Matt, we're doing it. I'm like, by chance, did you happen to help China get sober? Matt, you're actually a really humble guy. You've done a lot of stuff that you don't like name drop or talk about. Like, oh, hey, you know, I was involved in this. Like, there's a lot like layers of the onion I've learned in four years <laughs> of doing this podcast. <laughs> I want to see it, though. Some sad news from a, a good friend oh. of our show, Krana Shah, saying today his aunt passed away due to cancer. Listen to you guys and BTE, mainly John Silver, will help make it entertaining, and I'm grateful to that. Thank you. I'm really well, sorry, to hear, that. So sorry passed, to hear that. That's how my aunt passed too, lung cancer. Yeah, really sorry, and uh, yeah, our thoughts go out to you. Um, Jackson Collins, <laughs> we need a Vince retirement speech soon. We did kind of have a Vince farewell that one time when they did that angle with Triple H taking over, but that didn't last long. Yeah, Vince shouldn't be talking anymore. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. He draws too much attention, um, which is ridiculous when you think about it. The attention is, oh, my God, Vince got old. No shit, he got old. He's <laughs> no. like 80. Yeah. <laughs> Give the guy a break. But but I'm just being honest. He went from being jacked on the front cover of a magazine to, it like feels like in six months time somehow. Yeah, it's he went from fifty uh, to eighty. You know, very quickly, <laughs> eighty five. Like, so, so I think that's what everyone keeps like, talking about, and which sucks. You know, I feel bad for him in that way, and I know nobody ever feels bad for that man. But I think that's what happens when people go away. Though, when Vince was on TV all the time, it was more gradual. You don't notice it. It's ah. like when you watch one of those Where Are They Now specials. Yes. You're like, oh my god, like. That's all I do is like watch where are they now specials and my wife and I comment on how people are aging because we haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Except for Keanu Reeves. That guy still looks the same. True. (laughs) And Steve Martin. Steve Martin has looked the same my whole life. You know why? Because the white hair. That was the brilliance of it. Guys try and dye their hair and then when they go gray, you're like, oh my God, what happened? Steve Martin's had white hair our entire lives. (laughs) Good point. He's always looked vaguely in his 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Really helps. It really helps. Um, so tonight's show, uh, my main gripe, and I want to get this out front and center, what in the F are they doing with Mia Yim and that 
lost tonight, where as Reckoning, she makes her raw debut and gets beat by Dana Brooke, who I love, but there is no sound reasoning for what we saw tonight. I, I don't know. Is, are they just done? Are they just written off as jobbers? They just don't know how to do stories anymore. At least on Raw. I mean, that was that was. They built this group up for months as this real threat, running around with chainsaws. The oh, the announcers are, are crapping their pants. And, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're get, throwing bricks through a window, and they could barely lift. That they could barely lift. <laughs> when you get a chance, you got to see Talking Shop Mania too. By the way. They did a spoof on oh, uh, oh. Uh, that group, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to check it out just for that. Um, but yeah, this was just ridiculous. And Mia Yim is, I think, the one that we, we talk about this. I think Ali and uh, Mia are the two that have always looked good in this gimmick. Slapjack, yes. T-Bar, Mace. They're the stars of it, yes. Yeah, Mia and Ali, and I don't understand why they're... Uh, why they're doing that? Don't yeah. understand why they're doing that to Mia Yim. Maybe uh, I mean I just and you tweeted it, Raj. It's like how did Mercedes Martinez get out of this? And what what pull did Mia Yim not have to get out of this? <laughs> Good for yeah. Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, no, she she lucked out. Alianza Duncan, it's got to be trolling. <laughs> Saying man, Riddle was absolutely awesome tonight. He's trolling. <laughs> And Johnny Hex uh, again saying Vince looked so bad during the Undertaker retirement. They kicked up on the makeup, the makeup so much. I bet it looked like it weighed his face down. Yikes! Um, yeah, uh, I mean, but to his credit, he tries not to be on TV unless he absolutely right. has to. So, what do you think of this opening segment? Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton talking about how they both hear voices and. Uh, Orton mentions finding Wyatt's weakness and vulnerability years ago, burning it down, a reference to the Wyatt compound fire. Uh, I I like this. It was interesting. It was interesting, like, with the confrontation at the end, and Bliss in Orton's arms, and then, like, toss, and then the Fiend taking possession. It's like the most awkward uh, divorced parent exchange at a McDonald's on a Saturday. Yeah, I mean, Randy Orton standing there with Alexa just in her arms. Uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I can see people. I could, you know, I know a lot of people like this stuff uh, with Alexa. And, and I know a lot of people like well, this stuff. Well, with, continue, Raj. Like, well, I think, like, I, th- I think Alexa has been doing a good job, like uh, her acting yeah. and stuff, and like her skits in the Firefly Funhouse. I like them. Always good. But this segment, I just thought it was super corny. The, the stuff with that 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 stuff was corny. Yes, it was. But yeah. the promos in the beginning of it, I liked. Yeah. yeah, I just couldn't get into it. I do like them tying that together of Randy burning it down, the house sure. down. I do like that. I like loose ends being tied. Yeah. I thought this was kind of a lesser compared to just how great and on fire that Alexis yes. has been with uh, the Fiend lately. Yes, but I'm comparing right. this to other crap sure. on Raw tonight. I'm, dude. I'm sorry. That was an eight out of a ten. Compared to other stuff on Raw tonight, Sans AJ. So a couple Ra- people have mentioned this. I wonder if Alexa, yeah. if she's going to be uh, kind of stealing the spotlight from Bray. I think she stands out way more in these segments yep. than anyone. 
I've been saying that for like two months on this podcast, Raj. Where you been? Someone on Twitter just said it to me tonight. (laughs) Are you kidding me? We've been saying that the whole time. My relationship with Raj, my relationship with my father, where it's like I'm talking to a brick wall for years, and then later he just repeats something to me because some random person said it to him, and I'm like, Dad, I've been trying to get through to you this entire time. Why won't you love me? It works. It works. So she. She's been, yeah, we, like, we don't mind that, that that happens because here's what I'll argue. It's like when Wonder Woman's on, um, what was the movie, the DC movie that was just out, right? Justice with, League. With Superman, thank you, Justice League, right? Like Batman, Superman are still super over, right? But uh, um, when Wonder Woman's on the scene or whatnot, yeah, your attention's on her because she's a huge star in her own right. Um I don't know. I don't think it like it's going to hurt Bray Wyatt. That's what they're saying. I don't think it's going to harm him or hurt him. It helps him. It reinvigorates him, actually. Hmm. See, it's interesting that Kronoshaw saying Bray's losing his team while X is outshining him. Like I said, how I is he want... losing his steam, though? I, I don't understand well... that. Explain that better, Kronoshaw, how he's losing his steam. What I is think... he doing? Is he losing matches? Is he getting the shit kicked out of him? How is I he think... losing his steam? Bray and the Fiend have gotten a little repetitive. Like I said, I would like to see them be Alexa's hype man while Alexa takes on Oscar, has a high-profile feud. They can do that. Yeah. But yeah. they might better be back to him eating people's heads. Sure. Being a monster again. Yeah. I do think that the redundancy is, is starting to to get there with the red light and the screeching. And it's kind of overdone. They've done it a, so many times now. That's his music. What do you want him to do? Start playing disco? <laughs> do something different. Muscle Man Dance. We've been saying this for two years. <laughs> come out to Disco Inferno music? No, just yeah. come out to the Muscle Man Dance song wearing the Zubas. Hmm. No, I like it. Dustin Lopez with the 499 Super Chat, he's saying, you would think Retribution would be done, but then earlier in the night, they had Ricochet go over Slapface. The booking makes no sense. Absolutely. Uh, maybe it does make sense. They're jobbers. But then why are they beating Ricochet? <laughs> Wait, did that just say Ricochet lost to him? Yeah, Slap, slap Nuts beat Ricochet. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Do you miss that? I must have missed that. I didn't see the finish of that. I, I think I needed to see the finish of that. Yeah. And that was really? after Ricochet cut the best promo I think promo. he's cut in WWE. One For sure one of them, yes. Yeah. But really? I thought for sure I was okay to eat something. Really? Yes. Huh. And we'll get that. And Leon talking saying about the riddle that. comment earlier. I joke. I just wanted to see Roger's reaction. It was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot tonight that I like. I was saying, like, should I be liking this? Should I be digging this? This is good, right? No, no, it wasn't. Much of it was not. Symphony of Destruction match: Jeff Hardy versus Elias. It's been a couple years since we had one of these. Whether well, was it Braun versus Elias last time? Yeah. Uh, so there were they cameos. The piano. In this. Yeah, our truth. The twenty four seven title train ran through this. What was it? Hardy was electrocuted at one point tonight during this tonight. I, I might have missed that point. Uh, supposedly. Supposedly. He, he was shocked. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I like big set pieces. I give them credit for that, right? Like, at least they put some effort into setting up this match. I thought Jeff Hardy getting the win was uh, it's okay. I don't know. I mean, are you? Let me ask you no, this, man. I, I know you're care. fans of both these guys. Yeah, but are you invested in this feud is my question. No. Hell no. Yeah. Lord, no. Did you guys see that ending, that, that swanton that he did off the top yeah. of that ladder? Yes. 
And did you see his head like hit the stairs? Jeff Hardy's head? I mean, that was brutal. Apparently, he's fine. He got up and still went to the back. But Jesus, I mean, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's how old? Probably like forty three, forty four. Has to be. And doing that stuff—that's just insane. And Elias looked like he wasn't happy taking that bump because he looked in, in in a lot of pain after that. It's a tough bump, dude. His swanton off the top rope hurts. No joke. Yeah. So you guys, you have these guys going out there killing themselves, and in the middle of that match, you throw in twenty four seven comedy. Like, couldn't that have been done? <laughs> like the retribution match. You do it in this. <laughs> it tells you that they weren't confident in it. That's why they had to throw the flamingo line in the middle. Ugh. I mean. Matt, think about your most physically taxing match ever. And then think about, like, No Way Jose with the conga line just yeah. running through the middle of that match. I'd be annoyed by it. But the match itself would have to go on for me sure. to real, get pissed about it um, versus having it be pre-written before the show starts. And, you know what I mean? You really don't know how the match is going to go until you're physically out there in the moment. Sure. Definitely yeah. after the match, oh, yeah, you would be able to shut my mouth and I'd be complaining to every writer – Russo, everybody, whoever the hell the writers are, for sure. Uh, it's Andrew Cormos, uh, one of our listeners. It's his 31st birthday, and he says, Hey, guys, my 31st birthday, and this is my favorite podcast. Wow. Okay. Thank Why you. We, happy birthday, Andrew. Why are we just hearing about you today? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt, I Where want you to be you like... on your 30th birthday, your 29th <laughs> birthday. <laughs> I'm going to get Matt a magic mirror and it's going to be like the end of romper room. And he's going to be miss Nancy being like, and I see you, Tina Miller. And I see you, Andrew. <laughs> rattling off the name of everyone. Cause he knows all our fans by name. Yeah. He has not written us before. I'm telling you. Well, maybe he listens to the audio version and decided to tune in live tonight. Well, there's tons of obviously, uh, uh, what would he call it? First time, long time. <laughs> Bit Milligan saying it was Elias that got electrocuted. That's right. Sometimes, uh, and Leonza Duncan saying, you know, it's awful if I diss Riddle. LOL. Dude, why are you spending money to continue this? (laughs) And Joseph Grimaldi saying, hey, Matt, I rewatched ECW One Night Stand from 2005. Do you have any memories or stories from that show? It was one, one of my favorite wrestling shows. Yes, at the very end in the um, battle, not battle royal, but like stupid showdown between SmackDown and Raw golf shirt wearing wrestlers versus uh, ECW. Um, Number one, it's a work. It's not real. Um, And I'll never forget like afterwards JBL giving me shit because I got out of the ring first or like second. So there we are having like a showdown with ECW and Morgan's getting up first. I'm like, it ain't real. Number one. (laughs) Two, um, in my head, I'm like, I was taking up so much space. I'm the biggest guy in that ring. So, yes, the argument could be made, Matt, you should be the last one to be eliminated. Well, it wasn't written that way. Sorry. Um, But what was happening was I was eating up too much space, and it's a work. ECW was supposed to prevail. And I have that old saying that Jimmy taught me from day one is you don't want to get any on you. And I was going to get a lot on me, as you saw what happened with the rest of that. With mm-hmm. Meanie and JBL and whatnot, and I continued on after that. So yeah. I paired up with uh, who did I pair up with? Um, FBI. Um, come on, Tracy Smothers. Oh, oh. and I was like, nut shot me. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. I was like, thanks, brother. Rolled out. <laughs> nuts. nuts never fails. You have to sell that. 
<laughs> Tina Miller pointing out Jeff Hardy goes from being on the taker invite list to having that junk tonight during the match. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Tina see what else. Smart. Yeah. yeah. And Hex saying, I can't stand Matt Riddle, honestly. I'd rather watch Cheech and Chong. At least they're entertaining, honestly, honestly, that he's acting like a mix between wannabe frat boy mixed with a poser stoner. Here's a weird confession. I've never actually seen a Cheech and Chong movie, but I did see Born in East L.A. and Trip on the Barbie. Same here. Have you guys seen seen Blockers? I try to see Up in Smoke. I've always fell asleep during it. Yeah, blockers with uh, John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. Yeah, it was good. It's funny. Yeah, Riddle reminds me of the, his daughter, the guy that his daughter is dating in that movie that he, oh, yeah. she takes to prom. I'm still gonna see that. It's really, it good. it's really good. There've been a lot of good comedies. I think like comedies kind of made a comeback in recent years. Yeah. You know, quite a good like Game Night. <laughs> what bad? What bad? <laughs> nothing. <Make> <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I love your epiphanies. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel like there have been like some really good edgy comedies. I credit it to Judd Apatow. I feel like he reinvigorated the genre with uh, Superbad and Knocked Up, and like his films yes. kind of, you know, kicked it back. That's all. Just an observation, man. I'm totally, just thinking out loud. Totally total different kind of comedy too. That yeah. was way ahead of its time, if you remember. Absolutely. Remember how like risque that shit was when it first came out. Did you see Good Boys when that came out last year? Yes. The one that, that was so freaking funny. I thought that was going to be a stupid movie. I think that's probably the funniest film I saw all of last year. Huh. Definitely, you got to see that if you guys have it. Yeah. Um, Micah Wallace Seal saying, Shout out to you guys. My grandma's birthday is in 30 wow. minutes. Would have been 83, died this past March. Oh. It was raised by her. Please do me a favor and just say a prayer. <clears throat> you got it, Micah. And happy, and happy birthday to your grandma anyway. absolutely happy birthday to your grandma happy birthday um what else do we got here (sighs) i feel like it's disrespectful to talk about what happened next which was ricochet versus slapjack but we just got to pull the band-aid off and jump right into this well real quick ricochet cut pretty good promo promo in backstage short sweet he he seemed believable he didn't seem like he was acting and reading yes I mean, I thought it's a huge improvement. I was like, if he could keep doing that, he'll probably get some traction again. And then he lost to Slapjack. And then he lost to Slapjack. Could you imagine that, Matt? If you cut the promo of your career and then Slapjack steals away. No, I don't understand it. And these guys need to start speaking up. Yeah. Seriously, it's 50-50 crap. And this was was literally 50-50 because you had Slapnuts winning and then... uh, and Mia Yim losing. Mia Yim losing. But, but like, all right, Retribution is a joke. No offense. I love Mia Yim. I hope she gets the hell out of it, okay? Because mm-hmm. she's too talented. Um, no offense. The rest of them, I don't really care. They, they, they need to be treated like jobbers at this point because that's how they've been presented. I, I mean, I, th- I, I see a potential in Ali. I see uh, – because oh, he can really go. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Ali. Yes. Ali. And then Dominic Dijakovic. He, I mean, he's shown that he – Yes, can, he's uh, huge. So, he yeah, those three, it. get them out as soon as possible. Mace, yes. uh, I'm, God, I'm forgetting his real name, but he just needs work. He's he's very green. He's still green. I thought Mace was Dijakovic. No. Uh, yeah. T-Bag T- is Dijakovic. Uh, T-Bar was uh, the former announcer, Dio Madden. No, no Dio Madden's the, it's the other way around. Got Who it. Cares? Shane Thorne is. <laughs> Everybody's talking about retribution, Matt. Everybody it's, wants to know. It's called retribu. Re- wait, what do they call it? Retribution. <laughs> no, they call it retribution. <laughs> you have to watch it. Okay. Well, you might have. You might have. 
Turn me away from it now. <laughs> you have to watch it. They're so funny. Doc, listen to me. Gallows and Anderson are the funniest human beings to me on the planet. Nobody funnier than them for whatever reason to me. Yeah, I think Gallows is hilarious. Yeah, no, they both are, but Gallows especially. You got to watch Chad Too Bad in this at the end. He's hilarious. I promise. I heard it was very good. Tina Miller again with the saying, poor Ricochet. I remember when he was crying at his last NXT show. I joked he was crying for help. <laughs> now he definitely is. Yes. And they're keep- <laughs> All right. I won't. What, 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 what did I miss there? Uh, oh, no, no. There are just, oh. uh, there's a, a count going in the chat room. Oh, got it. Okay. There we go. Anyhow, uh, it's tree trimming season. Raj, have you trimmed your tree yet? And by that, I mean uh, the trunk below the waist hmm. where it counts. I don't even know what to say to that. I, I keep everything groomed. Well, if you're looking for the ultimate stocking stuffers this holiday season, look no further because our sponsors, Manscaped, have the tools to make you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the only dedicated, uh, only brand dedicated to below the waist grooming and hygiene products. And great news, they just released their products all across Europe, Canada, and Australia. They are they are spreading grooming everywhere across the world. Now, you want to talk about crying? Let's talk about manscaping accidents. They're terrible. You don't want to cut your precious cargo. Oh, it hurts so bad. And you're like, you're on the injured list. And you're like, baby, not tonight. I uh, cut my balls. And uh, that's an embarrassing thing to have to admit to your partner or uh, to a random uh, stranger just when you're walking out and about and adjusting yourself. But Manscaped makes manscaping accidents a thing of the past because they have got the skin, sh- skin safe technology, the ceramic blade, uh, which tell you you're not going to nick you're not going to cut yourself it's fantastic the other products are prime stocking stuffers this season including the crop preserver the ball deodorant well that name speaks for itself crop provide for ball toner spray on toner that uh according to the scoffy gives your balls a little slice of heaven with aloe vera and hazel extracts matt morgan likes to dab a little behind his ears when he goes out people are like ooh, what's that what's that intriguing aroma uh they have the crop cleanser body wash a full body wash that you can also use on your hair but you're not going to have hair because you're going to you're going to go to town with this baby. You also got the crop mop, the wipes, because you never know when you got that not so fresh feeling. You got to be prepared. Plus, their foot duster, foot deodorant, designed to keep the stankiest feet smelling fresh, and the Shears 2.0, the luxury four-piece nail kit, which I absolutely love. Of course, they also have the weed whacker, the nose hair and ear hair trimmer, which has the proprietary skin safe technology. Get rid of those nasty nose hairs. If you're at that age, you know what I'm talking about. And let's not forget about that trimmer, the lawnmower 3.0 with the replaceable ceramic blade with the advanced skin safe technology helps reduce grooming accidents. And of course, all Manscaped formulations are vegan, cruelty free, dye free, sulfate free and paraben free. So you know their products are legit. So here's what we want you to do. Go to manscaped.com. You're going to save 20% and get free shipping with our code. What's that code, Raj? INC. INC. Whether this is for your partner, your your father, your brother, or your friend, get some get them something they'll actually use. And hey, they're gonna laugh and it'll be awkward, hey. but chances are this year you don't have to see them in person. Really quick, why don't you guys ever I know it's called Manscaped, but why don't they ever put over the fact that you could buy this for a female? Well My wife has my, my, my wife has one of uh one of them I got. She loves it too. It's it stuff is the stuff works. It is it is good stuff and it is uh, it's quality product. I use it all the time. You've heard Raj, Raj has shown us the results of his manscaping. Uh, Matt Morgan, On my chest. <laughs> keep up with Matt Morgan. I mean, he's a tree trunk of a man. Uh, Tell you, manscaped can <laughs> deal with even the <laughs> exactly. Uh, so get twenty percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com with that code INC. 
be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. <laughs> and I want to remind the chat room of this, that if you want 2021 to be another year of us humiliating ourselves doing these ads, <laughs> go to manscaped.com. Use that code INC. And uh, I love the boxer briefs. That's not in the copy. I'm just going to say I love the boxer briefs. I've replaced all my underwear with them. And uh, let's put a little pep in my step, as it were. Manscaped.com, code INT, save 20%, get free shipping. And we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. <laughs> I ask, why does it put a pep in your step? Because it just, it feel, they're comfortable. Like, they're kind of, they're soft. They're not, like, silky weird. You know how, you ever wear, like, those silk boxers? Yeah, like, too silky. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this is, like, everything's slipping around. It's not good. These are, like, the perfect texture. It just, it feels, they're lightweight, but I feel supported. In all the areas that count. Yeah. Manscaped must love you more because they never sent me any. You got a pair. You got a pair with your original kit. Yes. Oh, I bought I took my hard-earned money and I bought more Manscaped boxer briefs because I love them so much. I wanted I wanted to wear nothing but them. Nice. Yes. Uh, threw away all my old underwear. Hmm. Can't really donate that. It's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Anyhow, back to the show. It's all downhill from here, folks. Mm. Uh, so, what's the chat room saying? Oh, the chat room's got some reactions. Um, <laughs> but let's uh, go with Johnny Hex 499 saying, We need Matt Riddle to speak like the Riddler from Batman. We already got Bane's goon in retribution. I'm shocked Vince hasn't thought of it yet. Oh, it's please coming. Don't, don't say that, please. Just do something. We'll get Could it be him. worse? Could we'll it be worse? That, really? that would be worse. Him trying to speak in riddles? Yes. He has a hard time enough performing sentences. We don't know. Hmm. I don't yeah. like what he's doing now. I don't think he needs to do anything. He needs to be a badass I... MMA fighter. He can kick everybody's ass in a real fight. Could you, could you imagine if creative gave the note? Imagine your creative, creative was like, okay, here's your thing. We're just not going to have you talk. It'll be more imposing. Hey. You're just going to go out there, okay. kick ass, and you're not going to say anything. Work for Brock. I'm not saying he's got to be stoic like Brock. But just don't give him mic time. Very rare do you give it to him and let his work do his talking for him because his work is different than everyone else's. It he does was, stand I, out. And that is one big positive for tonight that we'll get to is he was really good in that ring. In yes. that match, he was awesome. Yes. But then his backstage promo, I wanted to change the channel for a while. I'm like, change it, check back to see if he was off because he was just pissing me off. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> Uh, so, Miz and Morrison, in the ring for another edition of Miz TV, they mm. announced the match against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre for the main event tonight. That'll, that'll keep people tuned in. Um, <laughs> I will say, I like the story in that match. We'll get to it. But the at the end, with the money in the back, and the bank cash in, and trying to beat them down to... Yeah. yeah. I feel like they're faking it too much, though, already. Mm-hmm. I mean... At least, I guess it some, at least it was something, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Seamus in the ring. I don't know. Just all this tonight. Like, I mean, Miz trying to bury Seamus, talking about his career is a joke now. Seamus getting all riled up. I mean, it was I don't shoot, know. There was a little bit of shooting in there, right? Because uh, think about it. Seamus was a multi-time world champion. He beat John Cena for the championship. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that's really good with Miz as a heel. And him and Morrison, I think, are just great. Like, they're great together in these segments. And he brings up enough truth that it almost makes you more mad. Like, it's that much more irritating that he's not fully yeah. wrong. And he says it in a completely annoying way. And I, I thought, this was entertaining yeah. to me. I mean, because of Miz and Morrison, I thought they were really good. 
they were good. Yeah. And then, 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 Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and Lana. Mm. And Lana pinned Shayna Baszler with Lana and Asuka getting the win. And how's that, this all going? That's going to be the match at TLC for the tag titles. Called that one last week. Why yeah. do they? Why do they continue to do this though? Yeah. I don't understand the logic in having your champions lose these non-championship matches, and I'm supposed to tune in to pay money right. to see the same exact match. Oh, but don't you understand, Matt? There's no guarantee that's going to be the finish. I know. I don't want to see their moves exposed. I don't want to see the spots exposed. So therefore, when I watch the pay-per-view, I'm going to see it all over again in a lot of ways. They're going to copy a lot of the things they do. In some, in some of these non-title matches. Why would yeah. I want to see it again? But with a different finish. There is a lot on the show where they're going for cute and funny. Like with the Lana stuff, it's you know supposed to be cute and funny. You know, Obviously, we had Miz and Morrison you know, before that. All the stuff with Riddle. Um, I feel like WWE, when they allow some of these guys to be serious and let it be intense, like Roman's doing, where it's not a joke, it's serious. It's really good stuff. It's you know, it's it's intriguing stuff, and you're seeing SmackDown yes. ratings. Obviously, this past week was Thanksgiving, but other than that, their ratings have been way up. Yep, yep. They're riding that Roman train. They should be. Yeah, the dad of Chucky has a question for you, Matt. He said, "I Jesus literally." <laughs> The dad of Chucky, sorry. Uh, That's pretty good. I literally ran into Stevie Richards at Walmart. Our carts collided. I recognized him even with his mask on. Real nice guy. Do you have any stories of him? Just remember when I first got called up to TV. Actually, a week week before I got called up to TV, I had to go to TV. Um, We get in the ring before before the show start. Show all the agent there that you know what the hell you're doing call mats on the fly versus another local talent anyways and you do it in front of all the other wrestlers it's incredibly embarrassing nerve-wracking you think they think you suck that kind of stuff and stevie richards came up to me he's like hey small world i didn't know you're from connecticut and uh he just calmed me down a little bit and um told me you know it was my neighbor like small little story like that nice guy always very friendly Always very well liked in every locker room I've ever seen him in. Especially when he came to TNA, everybody really liked him there too. Even though they made him do that horrible Doctor Stevie gimmick that he, I thought he did a decent job on, mm-hmm. uh, with a really tough gimmick. But I think that guy was so talented. In any other generation, he'd be—I'm uh, dead serious—a main event talent because he can talk, he can work with anybody. He's always in phenomenal shape. All he does is work out. Um, He's really good. He's, I think he's one of the most underrated talents, quite frankly, over that generation of uh, Attitude Era and a little bit after it, to the Ruthless Aggression uh, Era, I would say. Huh. Um, Kiara Kemp uh, with the $5 Super Chat saying, Riddle needs Santos Escobar's gimmick. He's a legit fighter, and he should act as such. I didn't know that about Santos Escobar. Yeah, I didn't know he was a, but maybe he's just saying just a gimmick like that where he just acts like a badass, not uh I didn't know Santos much. acts like a badass. I, I thought he was pretty just the coolest guy in the room. Yeah. I keep he saying, I watch you three more than I watch the WWE products. Y'all keep me up to date with the product. Wrestling podcast is greater than MNR. Favorite podcast. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Thank you, KP. And Thank finally you. 
Uh, Johnny Hex saying, how much do you want to bet if Lana's next action, next action figure comes with eight breakaway tables? <laughs> Let me ask you a question for a super chat there, Johnny Hex. Why is it a black saw? I always meant to ask you that. Yeah. And just to answer, you don't need to super chat. Yes. <clears throat> You don't need Raj gives you permission. Wow. <laughs> Raj is like, hey, the fifth one's free. <laughs> we got like Subway punch card for our chat room. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Drew McIntyre approached Seamus backstage. Seamus was upset about Ms. TV, joking and thanking Drew for helping him out. Uh, so, yeah, setting up their match later. Xavier Woods versus Cedric Alexander. I love this promo that Xavier and Kofi cut before. Now, uh, this was twofold, right? Uh, Xavier talked about his role with G4 TV. Would love to know the business details on that. Raj, is anything leaked about his WWE getting a slice of that? How's that all working out? I'm sure they are. I, there was a point in time when they were in talks to buy G4, like that channel. Yeah. Before oh, that's right. Went, when yeah. it before it was like the Esquire channel. Yeah, 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 whatever it became. Yeah, interesting. But they so, would not be allowing him to talk about it on TV without, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, even uh, putting him over his uh, creed tonight. So that was a big deal. Hmm. Big deal. Uh, so, but I loved uh, how they talked about the Hurt Business failing to capture the titles. And they did the little Wayne's World dream sequence thing. Yep. With the that was cute. But but we're going to see this match, a variation of this match, for the next, like, three months. Already, this is three weeks in a row we've seen it. And it's clear they have no other tag teams ready, so this is going to yes. go on forever. So, I don't know, right. it's just back to repeat. Just rinse and repeat. Do some angles. Just do backstage segments with these guys. Do something yeah. to freshen it up, as opposed it's, to just... It's, it's not just them. It's the whole show. This whole show is so formulaic. Yeah. It just is between retribution, between how they treat uh, um, uh, um, what's his name, who who lost. He got a good promo, but then he lost. Ricochet. Um, Ricochet. Um, it's just rinse and repeat with all these talents. It just is. I agree. Uh, Ron Walia, we did miss a super chat. <coughs> of, he was asking who goes over on the Royal Rumble this year. I don't have the slightest clue, honestly. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. Bray, maybe? I mean, who else is even close to credible? Does the Rock get in it and then win and then face him at Mania? I mean, that would be awesome, but... I I don't know. know. I don't know where they're going. You know, I have no clue. That's a good thing, actually. Uh, Black Saw Johnny Hex is pointing out the Black Saw's from a gaming clan he was in, but it fell apart. Happens to the best of us, Johnny Hex. Pretty cool you kept the name, though, keep the spirit alive right absolutely glenn not glenn some test this is a test matt what are your thoughts on the late andrew martin you two kind of looked alike big man similar height and physique no well one i was four inches taller um but i liked him a lot he's a good friend of mine got opportunity to work him in italy let me do all the stuff that wwe would never let me do athletically um, let me come off the top rope. Let me do an up and over to the outside of the room. You have to know what that is. Um, got to do a lot of cool things with him over there. He's a really good talent. He's funny as hell in real life. Like, so funny how he would jabron and punk everybody. It was always pretty mm. funny to watch. Not in a really, like in a legitimate bully manner, but acting like a bully. It was funny how he would do it. Um, I guess he had to see it, but good guy. Miss him. Mm. 
Uh, Zook Enigma saying, y'all know how awesome you are. You just want to donate to the show. Thank you, Zook. Much appreciated. And I am Vish saying, 10 years from now, can you name at least two current superstars who would be huge like Rock, Austin, or carry a legacy like Shawn Michaels? None of them. None of them. The company is now not built for that. The company comes first. Um, There will be no breakout superstar to that level. I I don't think we'll ever see again until, no disrespect, until when the events passes on. And it's say Stephanie or Hunter, whomever takes over. And maybe there's a chance of that happening again. But for now, they are stuck in paint by the numbers, Formulaville, where every single talent they feel they could fill in with a different talent if that person goes down and gets hurt. Smart well, business wise. Yeah. It, it's like the, the McDonald's, the cookie cutter, where you don't yeah. want you don't want you know one dish at one location that's different but, that people like. But, but there's no more John the Cena's. There's no more John Cena's. Hulk Hogan's rocks Stone Cold's. That, that one yeah, but but it's Shawn Michaels. Day, yeah, I would, I would say Becky's at the level of Shawn Michaels. I think easily. What? Not yet. But there's Orton. Not one person in that. Not even Orton. What do you mean by that? Well, Orton Shawn was, was what, uh, what? on top a lot longer than Shawn Michaels. Yeah, was. no, no. But I'm talking about someone who's like well-regarded a star that wrestling fans love, who can main event, who people are there to see. I'm talking now. Let me caveat this, Matt. I'm saying Rock and Austin. Different level. Yeah, Everybody knows no who Stone Cold Steven Austin. Well, Everyone knows who Rock is. Right. But I think for HBK, like top face of the company, always do well in the company, but never like I, I think your average, uh, like your average person doesn't know who HBK is. Here's why you can't compare anybody to him in this okay. generation. The, the the millions more people that were watching it in the hottest mm. streak that wrestling has ever had in its existence, and say what you will, he helped ignite that shit with the Montreal screw job. Sure. DX was incredibly influential. People that didn't even watch wrestling, like my neighbor Mark Caribbean, he had no clue what wrestling was, was walking around doing suck it signs with a, a black DX shirt. This guy was 40. He was 40 sure. years old doing it. I'm telling you, it was a different level of, of popularity. And he was, I, I still think you could say his name to a non wrestling fan. And I think they would know who that is before they would know Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I always used to get confused uh, when I wasn't watching wrestling because there was an adult film star named Shawn Michaels in the '90s, and I was always confused. There, sure, it wasn't him. <laughs> it was not. He him. did. He did do Playgirl once. There you go. Uh, Lone Wolf saying John Cena returned with long blonde hair and as a heel. No, no, I don't huh. see that. But yeah, I think he means like a, in the prototype look, but I can't see that. Yeah, me either. That's true. I, I, I would like to see him be a heel, though. That'd be cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to those G4 details coming out with Xavier Woods and what's going on there. Uh, but Cedric Alexander getting a win tonight. Xavier Woods back in one on one action. They, this was kind of weird. They had Cedric then celebrating to the back while he didn't wait for Shelton and MVP. And Shelton and MVP were looking at him like, you know, dude, what are you doing? And before the match, uh, when he said Shelton took the pin, he said something like, I'm no Shelton Benjamin, you know, and I'll get the win. So I, I don't know. If, Cedric just joined the group like a, a few months ago. It seems weird to be teasing him splitting away already. It does. It does. But they're not really giving them that much yet. Yeah. I don't know why. They're very talented. They're. I pay attention whenever they're on. Mm-hmm. Wish they did more with them. Yeah. Johnny Hex is saying oh. he's eh, cut back on his soda consumption, which he's proud of, and he only has a glass a day, mostly water. 
One glass. Where the hell did that go? Time out. Where did that come from? I'm not sure. Our chat room likes to share things about their lives. If we can go off topic, Matt, Raj Giri would gladly. Time I don't out. pay Time Raj out. money when I go All off right, topic. Listen, listen, the chat room listen, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to corral his back. What the hell was that? <laughs> I'm not sure. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Jackson Collins saying, doubt it, doubt it, but maybe Sheamus wins the Rumble, causes the build for Drew McIntyre, which they're kill- clearly building up to. The Rumble isn't far away. They got to pull the trigger on it now or the Rumble. Huh. I, yeah. They have a built, they have a built in real life friendship and storyline of, you know, growing up on the Indies together, mm-hmm. you know, getting their opportunity at WWE together. Um, it's different. Has a WrestleMania world title oh, match. Oh, no, absolutely not. It'd be, number, it'd be the first match like DB versus Sheamus that one year. Yeah. Um, Terry Allen Jr. saying Xavier said tonight he was the host of G4. Great for him, but really disappointed Sasha wasn't allowed to mention Mandalorian being on the Mandalorian. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. weird that they wouldn't capitalize on that. Yeah. There has to be a network thing with that. There has to be because she's their champion, she's their biggest star. So this isn't favoritism, in my opinion, on this one, because they need no. her to, to be able to say things like that, to make her look like a bigger star, to make them look like a bigger company. So I'm telling you, there's something more to it. With that Roman, Reigns. One. Roman Reigns was in that movie with The Rock, and they never mentioned it on TV. <coughs> no. no, I could have sworn that it got. They, they did it on the website, but not on TV. Well, they did. Um, I think there was an ad by they showed the trailer. Peter Bahi, more importantly, I'm not answering that question. That's a ridiculous question. <laughs> uh, it's gone off the rails tonight, folks. <laughs> All right. Sonny Hex saying he misses Shelton's theme. Justin Lopez saying, when people find out I watch wrestling, the first thing I'm usually asked is, does Stone Cold still wrestle? I get yeah. questions like that a lot. It is interesting when you meet the when you want to talk about current wrestling with someone and then they just keep naming people and it's just like, oh, yeah, okay. And you're trying to for me, that's when it always comes down to like, well, you know, Chris Jericho still wrestles. Yeah. Like you're just trying to think of some name that you're going to. This oh, developer I have right now, that's he was the only one that uh, he recognizes of the current uh, current guys. Interesting. Uh, Carlos de Jesus pointing out the last Mandalorian episode was fire, by the way. Still haven't watched it, but I did watch The Boys over uh, the weekend, season two. Caught up on that, Roger. It was very good. Pretty awesome, huh? Like, surprisingly violent, even by the standards of that show. Yeah. Anyhow, um, sudden death triple threat match. Oh, wait. No, but first, Riddle. How could we skip over Riddle? Riddle with the peach pie backstage, making almost laugh. Uh, AJ almost breaking. Um, I mean, uh, whatever. Bro, we should open a restaurant. I'll be a bro tender. I mean, the stuff this guy is saying is just so bad. I know that was bad, but this is seriously the kind of stuff they're writing for him. Oh, pardon me. I was AJ. I was a Miz and Morrison with the peach pie. I confused the the segments with AJ and uh, AJ almost laughing. But yes, uh, Riddle was uh, was really bad. Come on, bro. We need to go in business together. <laughs> it was so good. I closed my eyes. It's like Matt Riddle's right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god. But this is the thing with AJ, right? Like AJ, one of the, I mean, on Raw, one of the top guys. I'd say AJ and Randy Orton are the two. Biggest stars, two biggest names on Raw, and like AJ's in all these goofy segments. Yeah, yeah, but he he doesn't bring himself down at him. 
But yeah, I, he just looks like a star in, 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 in a scene with somebody who's just doing terrible. Yeah. yeah. Matt, what was the dumbest segment you were ever in where you didn't look bad, but you were like, I can't believe I'm here for this shit? Other way around. Segment where I was in it, and it was me, my outer body experience, going, why the bleep has this guy got me stuttering? <laughs> <sighs> Anyhow. So, Matt, uh, when, when you would cut those promos, did they ever say, like, oh, we need more stutter or a, a little? No. <laughs> no. 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 Uh. Did Vince ever try to, rep, like, do it himself, like, to show you how to do it? Yeah. Do you not pay attention when I tell a story, like, a thousand nine times? When he sold it to me, he did it for me. And he uh, went around, like, Daniel Day-Lewis for two weeks trying to stutter more in his day-to-day life to perfect yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. He, he's an artist, Raj. Hmm. Very method. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about this uh, sudden death triple threat Keith Lee versus Riddle versus AJ Styles AJ Styles winning to become the new number one contender going to face Drew McIntyre TLC um, okay so despite Riddle's terrible promos how do you think he and Keith Lee came off in this match even though they didn't win great match this is a very good match say what you want this was good and Riddle was outstanding in this, you know, yes, for was. as much crap as we're giving him for those segments. Uh, he's so good in the ring that if he could just change that character up a little bit. And when people say, well, that's who he is, it doesn't matter. You can, you know, you can you can be louder. You can be quieter. You can change your I mean, just don't, look at how Jericho has changed over the years. If that is how he is, don't let him talk because it hurts him. Yeah. You guys can't you guys can't honestly say this is helping him. It's not. It's just not. I'm a huge fan. I love watching his work. He's so damn different. I've said it from day one. He separates himself immediately from every other superstar on that roster when that bell rings. That is almost impossible to do, but he does it. So if that's what it takes, just don't let him talk for a while. Then so be it until he figures who he is out a little bit better. Because he's not a teenage. He's not Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 24 hours a day. No, he's not. He's chill. He's relaxed. You can still do all that stuff. Rob Van Dam, they 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 try to get him to start doing that a little bit. But if you notice, he took the reins and stop and like would give it but take it. If that makes sense, he 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 would take a little bit. He would rein it in a little bit. Um, whereas this guy's like full on Michelangelo from TMNT. You know what I mean? It's a car. It's a caricature. Whereas Rob Van Dam's promos were always like he looked like he just got done smoking, but at least he's doing something cool in the locker room, like his his splits on the chairs, right, warming up, getting ready, and look like he's gonna kill somebody, you know, kick somebody's ass in the match. And then they did the right thing by putting him over. I thought in some big matches and some big storylines, they they backed him up, backed him up with storylines too, but they didn't have him go around overly saying. Bro, dude, like, like they didn't overly kill it to death and make him a character of himself. I always thought the problem with Rob Van Dam was the name because it was kind of like two on I mean, the nose. Yeah, you're really putting it out there, you know. It's like At you first, came on when I first saw him. Yeah, so I first saw him in ECW, I thought that, but then that was it. Like after like yeah. the third or fourth time watching him, to me, he owned that name. Right. Yeah, it's like if you were like, I'm going to be Matt Schwarzenegger. I know what you mean, <laughs> like, but like. It, for me, it died pretty quickly because I thought he was so yeah. he was so different. And Schwarzenegger's a little different. Like if it was Matt Segal, I think you could get you know you could mm-hmm. overcome. Yes, all the Van Dams that we've known <laughs> throughout our lives. I am Vish is asking if we could do uh, review the product <laughs> with current superstars. Which star would you guys choose? I know who Matt's choosing. Go back. 
basically, if you could do another review show with someone, uh, someone who's currently wrestling. I thought you would have said it a few times by now. But oh, John Silver, is that who you <laughs> yes, think? That's what no, I was thinking. No, it would not be John Silver. Yeah. Um, it's a review show, so it's got to be somebody that'd be make me laugh. Hmm. It has to be a wrestler, right? Yeah. Current wrestler. Yes. Oh, Doc Gallows for sure. Big LG. Yes, Luke Gallows. Well, there Braxton you Hughes. What's the status of Samoa Joe? Um, Super chat. He's just he. They haven't brought him back since his concussion, and it doesn't look like they're going to. Honestly. Do you Ooh, remember? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Joe. He's an announcer. Why wouldn't they? What do you mean? Why wouldn't they? They but they put him as an announcer because he had the concussion. Oh my bad. Do you remember? Were you on Raj when we had Heath Slater on that time when he was on the WWE yeah. roster and he yeah. had to dial in on speakerphone and it was the most awkward episode of the show ever because he, he couldn't say anything. He was so afraid to like. When was this? Say, this was, uh, this was, it was on a Wednesday years ago. show. Yeah, yeah, it was when we were doing before Dynamite and because we were doing the Wednesday afternoon show. Um, yeah, it was so awkward because he was like so afraid to say anything. No, he was having technical difficulties with his audio, yeah. so he had to call in on, and then we put my phone next to the microphone because he. But we'd my ask phone. him questions, and he would just be like, "Oh yeah, that was a good time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interviewing main roster people right now, it's it can be it's sure. hard. I see why. Yeah, you can't ask about things like you can't ask anything about AEW. You can't ask anything uh, about any of the controversies or anything. It's like just yes. Are you excited about jobs. your match? They want their jobs. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, after this, so is Matt Riddle, I, I got to say this too, Matt Riddle pinning, uh, I mean, sorry, oh. AJ pinning Matt Riddle, which I like that they didn't beat Keith Lee. Yeah. Me too, but what have they done with Keith Lee? Yeah. Yeah. He's floundering. It's a shame. Um, Dana Brooke versus Reckoning. <laughs> Why is she called Reckoning? Well, thank God. I'd rather lose under Mia. a fake name. Oh, that's than... true. And she can go back as Mia Yim with blue hair. Yes, I agree. Yes. But she was Mia Yim here. She had her mask off. Yeah. Uh, and it's like they're not even acknowledging NXT at all now. They're not even saying, oh, wait, that's Mia Yim from NXT. Or when Mia she was in NXT, is Mia so Yim. Then, so then that's good then. That means that she could come back like I did. Because forget oh, teaming with Brock Lesnar, forming the biggest team in Survivor Series history. Let's, ha- let's, let's have me go off TV and come back six months later stuttering. <laughs> so, 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 like, no, like, so, like, the time away from TV, you can bring somebody back differently, even though they've seen your face. It's tough, but it can be done. Dolph Ziggler did it. Yeah, they should have kept the mask on her, you know. And in retrospect, yes, yeah. but I'm sure she wanted it to be a home run and put her all into it. Like, I'm sure she's still doing, but she's mm. way too damn talented to be doing this crap. Oh yeah. So the first time she gets to do something, she had that seizure. Remember she was having that like the drug overdose or that seizure in the middle of the ring? And then she gets beat pretty quickly by Dana Brooke in her in her raw debut match. Timing is everything in this business, man. It just is. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. I am Vish. I uh, wanted to know, Raj, can you make it happen? We could we could get Gallows on the show. I mean, we we've had Gallows and Anderson on the show a bunch of times with on the daily. You need to have them on with me somehow. Yeah. We'll see, uh, see what we can do. How would that work? You guys know uh, Kenny Bowen, King B. He was the star maker, Kenny Bowen. He's a he's oh the, yeah, he was the big impact, heel. Right? He was the heel manager when I was in OVW. Hmm. Uh, he used to be really heavy set, walking around the briefcase. He managed all the top, like he managed Prototype. He managed Sean O'Hare. 
he's the heavy set guy with the suit on that you'll see all those promos where you see Cena doing the backwards promos where he talks backwards right. and stuff like that. Anyways, um, I'm gonna be doing his podcast. He's like, hey, so why don't we make a trade? Why uh, is there any way I can come on? I'm like. I don't think you understand what I do. Like we we cover the show. Like it's not like an interview. Oh, time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like we're, yeah, it's not yeah, like, like that time that we had way. Ryback on. It was tough. I mean, it it, it was right. awesome, but, but it, we could we couldn't really yeah. talk about the show. We had to like, I mean, we could do it one of these weeks where we have like where it's a nothing show where it's like you as know, opposed to all the weeks when riveting well, like not like the week before Royal Rumble or you know like yeah. when they're because okay. yeah. he's funny as hell. Yeah. All right. Is this guy wants some of your height? <laughs> well, assumedly. Yeah. Um, take that hey, off screen before like, we comment more on this. Yeah. All right. Let's, What's manlet? I don't know. Just let's just let's not. Anyhow, no, um, Dana Brooke versus Reckoning. Yeah. Why? Why? I mean, first Dana started getting some offense in. This should have been a squash match. Mia Yim is so goddamn talented. Has such an amazing look. Is so charismatic. Um, and even. In retribution, she looks the best in the mask. Uh, like it works with the way she does the makeup and the the yeah, like Hannibal Lecter mask. Like she, it, like it, it didn't bring her down the way it brings down Slap Nuts and everyone else in the group. Right. But to have her lose to Dana, and I love Dana Brooke. We've been saying yeah, for years if I could push Dana Brooke, but in the hierarchy and pecking order of things, a gazelle does not take down a lion. Like it's just not it, how it works. I get it. I get your, your what you're saying, but in a weird way, I'm happy for you know my girl Dana Brooke. I'm excited for her that she gets a TV win here. It's a big deal. That girl's been working her ass off. I agree, but really, I, 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 I would argue. Now, Mia's been working longer as far as indies go and paying her dues and getting the big break. So for that part, that part this sucks. But yeah. as far as WWE being on that roster goes. And start stop and getting terrible gimmicks and terrible angles and not being used time after time, and watching girls that look similar to her come in right before her that didn't pay the dues as much as she did and go right to main angles over her. All right, that's that's tough. So I I'm agree. happy I'm, I'm, in, a way, in a way. I'm happy if, if there's anybody that beat her. I'm happy it was her. Yeah. So. Just... Tim Mickles pointing out that Dana actually smacked the mask off of her, and it looked like it. it and money making JJ saying Dana knocked it off on accident. I'll have to watch. Oh, I missed that. I, I thought, uh, I thought she took it off. So yeah, I missed that spot in the match. But Dana's <clears throat> been pairing with Mandy Rose. Dana, they've had kind of a good thing going lately. I'm just saying it's. It took him out of the pay per view. What are you talking about? They took him out of no, the pay per view. But I'm saying that they've been getting TV time. Like she's found a groove with that. Like yeah, they don't have a rocket no, strap. No, they did the what they always do to her. Yeah. She's supposed to be on the pay-per-view. They pulled her out of it, and they put in a makeshift tag team with Lacey and her partner. I can't remember her name. Right. But that was because Mandy got injured that they, they pulled him from it. Oh, Mandy really legit. got injured? Still yeah, doesn't got mean, it still doesn't mean that she didn't get screwed over. Yeah, she could, they could have left her in the match. They didn't need to pull both of them. Dana was fine. I would have tagged her with Lacey, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Lacey and Peyton are not some established team that they could only nope. be in that match as a team. So. Anyway. I wasn't like Lacey like dissing Peyton on Twitter the other day. Well, in character. Yeah, no, I'm aware it's yeah. in character. That's her right? shtick. Yeah. yeah, but if She's they're teaming, okay. She's trying. I don't know. Keep meaning to watch that show. Was she, she does military makeover with Montel Williams? Is that yeah. the one so meant? good. So good. I saw Montel Williams the other day on TV, and I was thinking I need to watch that show. Um. So, oh, uh, Terrence Witted, asking the question on everyone's mind. <laughs> Where is Lars? Where is Lars Sullivan? 
Yeah, he's he's fine. He's he's not he's injured fine. or anything. Well, he's not injured. Like he's, he's not, not he's out not, with an injury. He's not over. That's where he is. Yeah. Well, they've forgotten about him. Uh, Zach Paxton, four ninety nine during Survivor Series. No list of WWE docs to drop next year. One being about Lex Luger. Any reason why WWE waited this long for Lex? You know, they had Vince had legit heat with Lex. I remember. <laughs> um, yes. He left him high and dry. What do you mean? Yes. But, but like, he, so many people that have, you know, he's had been at odds with, he's brought him back. Bret Hart knocked him out. And, he, you know, like, he but brought him man, back. But there was always a press, there was always a precipice, not precipice, there was always a point in which they got to where that was then glo- gloved over, whatever you want to call it. And then they made up. Go back in time where we thought that we'd never see Bret Hart back in WWE ever yeah. again. Similar to what we're saying about yeah. Lex right now. And Lex, I think he's done, I want to say he's done a table for three or something like that. I think he's done a couple WWE things. Um, God, I I need to double check that. If anyone in the chat. I'd be very happy for him if he, you know. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair now. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, there's no question. No question. Absolutely. So, um, after Dana Brooke got this win. Uh, he was yelling at reckoning. There's no failing in retribution. Retribution's done a lot of failing. I'm just saying. Uh, right. maybe yeah, that promo. It's like they, you've lost most of your matches. How can you be yelling that you 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 can't uh, you can't lose anyway? You can't yeah. fail. So the Miz and Morrison approached AJ Styles and almost backstage. Then AJ, uh, or they brought AJ the peach pie. That's right. And uh, then talking about how he wanted Miz to cash in because it'd be easier to beat Miz than Drew McIntyre, yada, yada, yada. Um, Riddle was backstage recovering when MVP walked up, asked what happened out there. And uh, Riddle started pitching some stoner business ideas to MVP. MVP believes Riddle's ideas are dumb. Puts his hand on Riddle. Riddle stands up to him. Bobby Lashley attacks from behind. Man handles Riddle. Lashley lays Riddle out. Stands over him with MVP laughing. Most over thing the Hurt Business has ever done, in my book. Uh, Keith Lee approaches Sheamus in the back. Uh, says none of his business. Some people think he might be turning on his tag partner, Drew McIntyre, tonight. Um, then we had this promo with Drew McIntyre being interviewed in the ring, coming out with the sword and the kilt. Matt, is that over with you? Do you like that? We just lost Matt. Oh, quick. did we? Yeah. That's what I get when I'm looking at this. Raj, the sword and the kilt. <laughs> I think the sword looks cool. I mean, everybody um, likes swords. Yeah, I mean that part's cool, but you don't want to risk becoming a caricature either, like Seamus, you know, with the 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 very stereotypical Irish bar. Fighter. You don't want to risk that. When I wrestled him in Italy, he was still coming out with this huge sword. He's come out with a sword, and like like in a holster, and like this 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 Irish looking like guild thing he'd wear over his chest wait uh, drew or seamus seamus really seamus when i wrestled him in nwe italy yes um and i'm like he's gonna be good he needs to get rid of that stupid silly hokey as hell sword what do you think of drew coming out with the sword and the kilt now i like it for drew i i do i do like it. it's not hokey to me it's a little bit of his heritage i don't know why it works but for me jimmy used to say this too you can almost sometimes be too naked, meaning you got to dress. There's something that needs to be added. There's flares, not Ric Flair, but there's flair, 
pizzazz, whatever you want to call it, that you can help create with what you wear to the ring. In fact, I should have done more of that. I should have never got rid of my robe. At least it was something that I used to come out with with a hood on and then pop it off and my pyro would hit at the same time. At least it was something. Yeah. Versus just coming out and here's a big tall guy in trunks. Yay. Yeah. Like it's even cool. Stone Cold had a vest and yes. Hogan had a shirt. And yeah. I just feel like it's like, I don't know. It's a little too Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling when it's, you know, it's Nikolai Volkov. It's everyone leaning into their country of origin. Uh yeah, maybe he does have hair heritage with it, though. I don't know. Sure. And that, that sword, as uh, Michael LeBirus is pointing out, Drew has said that that is actually Vince's sword. Or Vince Why sword. Sword. does Vince have a sword? He has a dinosaur head in his office. He's, he's Vince. A real dinosaur head? I think that's a real fossil in his office. A fossil of like a skeleton, a t- obviously. No, no, it can't be real. It's a T-Rex, so no, it can't be real. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> yeah. Because that would yeah, be awesome. A, awesome that would be. This could be a Highlander situation if Vince is really like 2,000, 4,000 years old. That's why he's got the sword. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. It all makes sense. Uh, Drew talking about losing Roman at Survivor Series. Sometimes you have to get knocked in your ass to be reminded of what's important. Uh, the match against AJ is going to be phenomenal. See what he did? He took AJ's thing, turned it around. Uh, warned the Miz about cashing in. Said the briefcase is the only thing keeping Miz relevant. Clearly, he has not watched his reality show Miz and Mrs. Uh, so then we had Sheamus and Drew McIntyre versus the Miz and John Morrison. Uh, this ended in DQ with AJ leaping to the ring with a phenomenal forearm to distracted Drew. And then uh, they were beating up Drew. Is the Miz going to cash in? Oh, who knows? So AJ kept saying, Come on, cash in. They were beating him down because so, he clearly wants to face Miz for the title and not. Not Drew, so I, I thought that was kind of that was kind of funny. And then AJ carried off, swinging, saying, "Let me at him! I'll rip him apart." And almost, almost is the giant's name. <sighs> yeah, yeah, she carried AJ away, and that was the end of the show. Yeah, I thought the I thought that the last match was good. Um, I, I wouldn't stick around for three hours for it, but. If you have to watch three hours, it was it was entertaining enough. All right, Matt's Goering, like uh, it's American Gladiator, all over again, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, it's cool. We're almost we're almost uh, we're, we're almost hear? done. But what were your thoughts on the main event? You guys don't hear? No, I hear I hear you, but no, I don't hear what you're talking about. All right, good. Let's continue. Yeah. What well, your thoughts on the main event? Awesome. This was a good main event. Um for what it was worth, like you said, tying a couple loose ends in there that made it a little bit better than what it normally would be. But previously, the setup of it, I'm like, I don't really care. Yeah. And I think AJ on commentary helped it too. It just livened it up. It did. It did. But again, this is Raw. Guys, I've lost all faith in Raw. (laughs) Yeah. A long time ago. I'm not saying that as a hater. I'm saying that just as a realist. No. You know, and as a wrestler, it wasn't too long ago when I'd watch other veterans come on these shows and bury me and our generational wrestlers. I'd get so pissed about it. You know, I'd be like, dude, at least lie. You're one of us. Like, exaggerate. Put us all over. You know what I mean? In my head. But we've got to be honest. And, and, and it's different when we're picking on people for the sake of picking on people versus that's not what this is. This is I've... their flagship show. Mm. That's supposed to be, and I know one will make the argument. We'll technically SmackDown the flagship show. Great, whatever. Vince's head, Raw is their flagship show, no. and 
this should be. A, can I finish my statement I'm before sorry, I'm even done? Man. You don't even know what your answer before I'm done saying it. I please. Gonna, yeah, continue. But the moral of the story is this. Now I forget what I was going to finish with. Is that this show is rotten. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> it's rotten. And I hate having. I do this because I like coming on with you guys. I like our fans in the chat room. Um, but guys, this is work. I'm being dead ass serious. I never thought I'd say that. I love watching wrestling. I'm the kind of guy that I got to watch mindless wrestling. That makes no sense whatsoever. I don't even know who the other people are. I could watch the Spanish channel wrestling and st- sit down and leave it on and watch it. Because it's wrestling. This, I can't. I just can't. Not on Raw. It's so hard. And, and it's funny. It's the same company with SmackDown. SmackDown so much easier to watch. So much easier to watch. So yes. much better. So what I was going to say, to, to piggyback off your point, Matt, this to me, and hear me out on this, this is the most B-show defining episode of Raw I could think of ever. And here's the reason why. Not because they phoned it in and it was nothing show. They felt like they really gave it the Raw tonight. Oh, we're building up AJ versus Drew. And here's AJ and Drew. And who's going to win? And oh, we're building up this or building up that. And you know what? It all feels like a lesser. It all feels like the second rate show compared to SmackDown. And this was them putting in a solid effort tonight. This was the best that they got. And the best that they got ain't as good as what's on Friday. I don't and think I've they're... never fully felt that way. I don't think they're putting in a solid effort. I think they know it's December. The ratings are down during this period. And January, once football season's over, uh, once Monday night football's on, every year in January, that first uh, Monday night, even though they're still up against a big college game, that's kind of the the the, the renewal when they're starting to throw the big guns again and bringing the big stars back and starting to Royal Rumble build. So. Here's, the real, here's the truth. It's paint by numbers, and I will argue on both shows, it is quite frankly. The difference on SmackDown right now is that they have a red hot Roman Reigns who is blowing it out of the park amongst other talents that are doing better than what the parameters they were given originally in their angle. They've grown it. They made it better. Sami Zayn, who who was it? Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan, for example, on SmackDown that definitely outkicked its coverage. As far as I guarantee you, when the writers wrote that matchup and designed it, that angle. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, same with the KO main event. That was awesome on KO's part. He did a great job. Um, so with Raw, though, it, the paint by numbers isn't working because they're debilitating them way too much where they can't outkick. The talents can't outkick the coverage. Russo says this, and I agree with him. Uh, good talents um, cannot always outshine bad writing. You need, you have to have some decent writing. And if 90% of your matches don't mean anything, it doesn't That's matter who wins or loses. That's the biggest part, right? 50-50 yeah. booking is a big part of this. Yeah. Huge part of this. Ricochet should be a mega, not mega star, he should be a big, much bigger star right now than where he was last year. Mm-hmm. Paint by numbers, but one show is a Bob Ross painting and the other is a Snork's coloring book. There you go. Mm. I'm fine for- I'd, I'd say I'd put Sasha on that category, too, with SmackDown. Yes, no question. She's an example of one of those talents. Mm-hmm. Taking yeah. something and making it bigger than the parameters and the glass ceilings that WWE puts on every single one of these talents. Because, again, they don't want anybody getting too big. Did they? Okay, this is a lot. This is where they how they're treating NXT right now. I'm looking forward to NXT Takeover War Games this Sunday. Really? I think they showed one video package, maybe. Did, no, if a couple that? tonight. It, I saw it promoted on the that network heavily. for thirty. But seconds. they didn't mention it on commentary once, right? 
I don't think so, but they did talk about the men's match and the women's match. I mean, the Ooh. promo. I saw the promo. Well, yeah, the not, promo. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. I, I almost forgot about it. Why aren't they doing it Wednesday? It's they a it's a pay per view. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they that's should do this to outshine AEW even more. Yeah. Oh, AEW would crush them if they did a pay per view on a Sunday. This is actually you can buy it on pay per view. No, if they did no, if NXT did their pay per view on Wednesday night against uh, AEW, yeah, like on free TV, yeah, didn't they yeah. beat? Uh, didn't they beat them last week? They did, yeah, seven twelve to That's I mean, saying. yeah, seven hundred twelve thousand to seven hundred ten. But it was a holiday, sure, holiday weekend. What um, matters more? Pay per view buys or ratings? Yeah, There's I mean, they are going to get buys. crushed this Wednesday. They're on the WWE Network. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they would no, but they would get crushed on the WWE Network by having it on USA on a Wednesday no, night. Put on they, USA on Wednesday night. That's what I'm saying. Pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, but like Halloween Havoc. Yeah, yes, I think they're, they're on with because this Wednesday with Omega and Moxley, I think this is going to be one of AEW's highest ratings of the year, if not the highest. It uh, should be. It not should be. I'm starting to hear complaints I mean, of people saying that they're recycling this match way too soon. It's. It's been over a year. It's like a year and a half. I don't care. I, I, say, a year. I, don't, I don't give a crap if it was last week. This is a match I want to see. Yeah. No, I think it's... I think Kenny wins finally. And this is talking about wins and losses, you know, mattering. I can't see either of these guys losing right now because Kenny is kind of... Uh, has this resurgence with him. And then Moxley hasn't lost yet. I'm just nervous they haven't given Kenny this character long enough yet. It's cleaner wearing a suit gimmick long enough yet to win. I wish this was a month later. Then I could say, yes, they're definitely going to have Kenny win. I hope I'm wrong and he wins. Yeah, I, I think I think Omega should win. Uh, Alonzo's saying they did mention it. Okay, I miss that. Sorry about that. Who cares? Wait, you don't just sit there like clockwork orange with your eyes peeled, paying attention to every like, single thing that happens? Like, seriously, <laughs> who cares? Why do we care if they advertise it or not? All right, guys, in the chat, what is the count at? <laughs> For my who cares? <laughs> Seriously, you guys got to get a hobby or a yeah. date, something. Amy mentioning that they don't mention NXT much on commentary ever. All right. Okay. That's true. They, heard, I mean, this is their brand as a business. Wouldn't you want to promote your brand yeah, and having people watch your show? I mean. The, the show that you're currently watching, you mean? No, any all your shows. You want? Wouldn't you want to promote NXT, especially on a week when they're going to get killed by AEW? To have them really promote the hell out of Wednesday's should, NXT. Yes, but I wouldn't rely on the announcers to do it because they're snarky as hell and they're territorial about their stupid shows that they're currently on. Instead, I would run video packages. Or have exciting video packages. We're doing an interview, an in, you know, an inset interview like this yeah, this okay. Sunday. Adam Cole, or you have Pat McAfee on there saying Pat McAfee's team this there you go. this yeah. Sunday. Anyway, yes, but Raw's ratings suck. So guess what? To take a demographic of nobody that's watching Raw, guess what that translates as to? That's going to come over and watch NXT. Nunca. It's still two and a half times more than NXT, almost three. You think that's good? Like you're saying that, like, ha ha ha! I got one over on it. That's not good. No, that's no. Really look, terrible. The numbers. Oh, SmackDown's the only one that raw, that has been raw. raw. No, no. Yeah. Stay in the raw argument with me here. Mm-hmm. Raw's are, numbers are horrific. Yeah, terrible. I mean, 
I can't can't really. It's still better than most of the other shows, but yes, for where it was, it is. Can I use my world's taller, short person line here, please? <laughs> because that's what it's akin to. I mean, it is. What happened? Like seriously, this was the flagship show, and I've wanted for years as a SmackDown wrestler to see SmackDown be a flagship show, and they are. But I still don't believe in Vince's head that they are. I don't. Yeah. Rich Antonio saying, did you see the Paul Heyman and Kevin Owens promo on Talking Smack? It was great. It seemed unscripted oh. and felt real. Please no, check it I'll, out. I'll go watch it now because you said that. One other thing real quick on the network. I watched it today. Uh, Liv Morgan. Oh, yeah. That was very good. And the best part was Paul Heyman. Boy, can he get anything over. When <laughs> Paul Heyman goes on his rant about how talented she is and how she's undefinable and, and, and you, really good stuff. I encourage you all to watch it. It was that good. Especially Paul Heyman's part in this. He loves her. Huh. Loves her. Yeah, you could see how her push changed once he was uh, once he yes. was out of power. Yeah. You also see her trials and tribulations, you know, going through crap sandwich after crap sandwich they keep giving her. Yeah. So are you guys, you both are on for this Sunday for what? TakeOver? I mean, Justin's available, right? Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it after the show. I mean, like, I need my yes. weekend, Raj. You know. It's Sunday. Yeah, it's <clears throat> Sunday, but, you know, I've got synagogue and my youth outreach program. <clears throat> At night? That's Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't know. It's the greatest thing know. about being Jewish. People have no clue. I thought, synag- I thought that was Saturdays. Well, Friday night's the Sabbath, and Saturday you can go. And then there's Sunday, Sunday school. You can really go seven days a week if you're uh, really into it. No. Orthodox? Would, you, would that be considered orthodox? Oh, orthodox. You just live in a synagogue, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's it's hardcore. I spent so much of my time. So, gro- I'll show this for an hour. And so, growing up with my parents, uh, my mom would work uh, half the day, and my dad would work half the day. But my dad would take us to work, and my dad's a rabbi. So, I spent... Like five years of my childhood, basically at a synagogue every day after school, just hanging out. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very weird upbringing. Yeah. Sat in on so many Hebrew school classes and uh, Bible study. It's very mm. weird. Very weird times. All right. Anyhow. Oh. <laughs> I think Rise that's about it. There's like no, there's no other real news other than Strowman, which we mentioned earlier on the show, being yeah. injured. That's about it. Let's wrap this baby up. Uh, Wednesday night, it's going to be... Uh, Matt and Justin for sure. The most Will consistent, Raj. the most consistent person on this show, right here. <laughs> that true. is true. It's true, folks. So uh, until next time, he's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Raj Geary underscore three hundred three. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. <laughs>